So I'm really excited to being a do it well to do a podcast with Elsie Hallam, co-founder of Hugs Children's uh, Cancer Charity. Thanks for having me, Jonathan. Uh, it's great, and uh, we're also in BNI. Yes, so we're members of that in Plymouth and so forth. So we see each other quite regularly, yes. regularly, you know, and so forth. But one thing is because you know you've been doing this for well, you started up about eleven years ago. And registered eight years ago and stuff like that. Yes. And um, charities as well. How did you get into this and what happened and what's the story? So it's um, it, it never something I aim to do with my life. I'm actually a qualified nurse, um, worked in the emergency department and um, had my first child, Henry, um, in 2009. Um, and then unfortunately in 2012, he got diagnosed with a stage four cancer called neuroblastoma and our lives changed. Uh, forever. Um, we had to go up to Bristol Children's Hospital uh, for treatment. Um, and I was pregnant at the time as well, just to throw something yeah. else in. Um, and it was a really horrible time. Um, I didn't come home from the September until the following March. It was the first time I actually got back down to Plymouth because yeah. treatment was so intensive. Um, and it was just a really tough time. I had my daughter up in Bristol. Um, and we felt quite isolated up there. We're quite very isolated. Yeah. Bristol's an amazing city. Certainly. The city were amazing to us and the hospital is incredible. Um, but all of our family, our friends, they were all uh, based um, either Plymouth or further afield. Yeah. Um, and we really had to do a lot of it just ourselves. Um, my husband's work at the time, um, he managed to work from the hospital, which was really helpful. I went on to maternity leave. Um, but no one pays for your council tax or your no. mortgage or your rent. Um, and it was tough times. Um, and we came back to Plymouth um, at the end of treatment. Uh, we were one of the lucky ones that Henry is still with us yeah. and decided that we could do something about it. Um, initially, fundraising started for Henry himself. Yes. And we started raising money to get him to America for a trial, a vaccine trial um, in New York. Um, but we didn't raise enough money. Um, so we transferred that money across into opening our own charity. And then Henry's money has gone into hugs and we've bought a respite home down here in Cornwall uh, where we can send families to have a break. Oh, that's lovely. I mean, there's nothing like having all that. And you mentioned about the mortgage and the yes. cancer tax and all the bills and stuff like that. And you just now multiplied it yes. by setting up a charity. Yes, yeah. So for us, we were the lucky ones. We, um, I still had um, employment, so did my husband. Yeah. Um, we've met so many families over the years where this isn't the case, where they're self-employed, uh, where one parent has to stay in the hospital while the other one works and looks after the siblings. Um, having Georgie up in Bristol meant that she was just there with us. Um, Michael, as I said, was able to work from home, but so many families don't have that opportunity. Uh, COVID on top of that made things a lot worse for a lot of families um, where people were separated for months at a time. Um, so where we can, um, we have supported families. Um, with so, so what's the geographical area that you, you sort of love? Because you're based in Plymouth. We're based in Plymouth. The office is Plymstock. Yeah. Um, we have the two shops in Plymstock, yeah. but we support families. We've supported families from uh, since 2015 yeah. in 
Plymouth area and Cornwall, um, wow. as far down um, as the Isles of Scilly. Um, wow. The respite home, as I said, is here in Cornwall. Yeah. Um, Cornwall is one of our most favourite places. It's a respite for us coming to Cornwall. I actually have a pl- plaque. I know your dream is to live near a beach yes. and near a pub. Yes. Do you think you'll ever get there? Definitely. <laughs> Most definitely. That is the dream and we will we will achieve it. Yeah. I, I, I just... But there's yeah. amazing support because um, uh, you hold a lot of events to, to raise charity. Yes. And um, the last one was uh, Come Dancing. Yes, yep. Strictly Hugs Dancing. That's right. And it, it was an amazing event. I knew one of the dancers who was actually... Um, who taught my children... Um, in Italy Conti and so ah, forth, and also dance Zoe. class and, <laughs> and Zoe that, and she was she was amazing anyway, uh, a great influence on my children. Yes, um, but that was a huge event. Yes, hugely, uh, it was so professionally done and so forth, and um, that's quite a strain, isn't it? To- it has been. Um, as I said, I'm not a qualified fundraiser, and I found myself in this position after Henry being poorly, yeah. um, and I've had to learn on the job. Um, Strictly is um, something that I've I've started with the dance school Kelly Harding at yeah. at um, Empower Dance Studio, and we've worked on that together. She trains the dancers, I organise the event, um, and year by year it grows, yeah. um, and we learn from it, and we try and raise as much money as we can from that event. As I said, I'm not a fundraiser <laughs> initially, um, so it has been a massive learning curve for me. Yeah, so, but the thing that fascinates me, you've actually opened up two shops as well. Yes. <laughs> so to be a fundraiser and to run a charity, yes, you have to be a businesswoman as well. Well, yeah, I've definitely found myself in that field from nursing in the emergency department to networking. But B&I yeah. is a big thing for me. Um, public speaking, I've yeah. had to do a lot of public speaking. Um, the fundraising on top of things. And then it's the background work of running a charity. Or the accounts. The accounts, the... Um, the family support element yeah. that we that I provide peer to peer family support. Um, it's it's a, been a massive undertaking, and, you're a and I'm a mum to two yeah. two children. Yes. <laughs> so you got your you got your work cut out. Yes. So you've been doing this for eleven years. Yes. What's been your motivation other than obviously your son? My motivation. Your, your son's fine now, isn't he? Well, he's through treatment. Yeah. I, unfortunately, I can't say he's fine. Okay. Um, we are one of those lucky families who have had the. We're, we're lucky isn't even the word. We still have Henry with us. Um, we are though living with the after effects of treatment and how horrendous cancer treatment is. I mean, we talk about chemo brain on adults. If you imagine a child is growing and these cells are growing and then you're throwing these poisons, the radiotherapy, um, Henry had immunotherapy as well, major surgery. Um, you're throwing that at a little child whose body is growing, then you're going to have problems as they grow older. Um, and we are now at the later effects of, of this um, right. with uh, one of his kidneys not growing, right. um, not functioning properly, problems with his endocrine system where he his body isn't growing and that's down to... Uh, where his cancer was um, initially, the primary tumour, uh, the fact that the radiotherapy targeted around his spine 
So Henry um, has been left with lasting difficulties, right. um, especially um, as I talk about chemo brain. Uh, there right. isn't any evidence for children, but it's right. there. Um, and he has some problems with remembering and learning. Right. But on a really positive note... Um, You've got a great smile when I saw him. Oh, he's amazing. He's full of life, isn't he? He is, he is my total inspiration. And Georgie. Yeah. My children are my inspiration and my drive. It's amazing. Because Georgie's had to live through it as well. Um, and she's she's seen Henry getting all the attention, you know. But it's, it's, the, fact, it's the fact that, you know... You've got the focus on your children. Yes. But you're helping other children as well. Yes. And I love the families we support. Yeah. And I become, I would, I do become really good friends with them. Yeah. Um, and, I, you know, I'm always there for them, I, you know, and I want to help them as much as I can. I wish I could help them more. Yeah. You know, and uh, yeah, I'm really fortunate that we're a family, the hugs, Family, as I always refer to it, is a, is a collective of, of families who've had to go through this journey. And it's a journey no one should ever have to go no. through. And you don't want to be part of this family. However, you're really grateful that you have a community of people you can talk to. And I'm really proud that Hugs can provide that to families and connections to other families going through it. And when did you join BNI? Oh, it's been over a year now. I, I joined, well, I came as a visitor for Caroline Wilson, a partner's and, um, yeah. in August uh, last year and um, joined in the end of September. So, yeah. The BNI is a, is a, a global networking. Yes. And so forth. And I've got to say, when you did join it and I saw you, um, I knew the workload you had. Yes. I was always impressed with your positivity. Oh. And you have that sort of infectious smile, <laughs> you know, I mean, because you are always smiling, but you're always looking on the positive side of things. Yes. And, um, and sometimes, because um, as, as, as I've told you before, you know, when my, my brother died at 33 and I was, I was the age of 30 at the time, you know, I never thought he'd ever die mm. and stuff like that. And he, he died, he died of cancer. And the thing was that that was life changing. Yes. And I wouldn't be in Plymouth. If it wasn't him. If it wasn't him. I was in Nottingham at the time. And I wouldn't have met my wife. No. I wouldn't have two great children. And there's like a positivity. I know there's just positivities come out of it. Yes. But um, I do, you know, I am amazed (laughs) by your level of giving. Oh. (laughs) Right? Because um, it's just amazing how much you give. I think... I think if you put in this situation, you can either run away from it or you can yeah. face it head on. Um, as I said, I'm really lucky. Henry's still here. You know, he has his problems, but I look at the hopeful and the positive yeah. stuff and hope is is the key message that I can spread within yeah. within the charity and, yeah. and being positive so the big is thing, you so empa- important. You can empathise very yes. well, can't you? And, and that, that was that so key. Be- well, that's the most important thing. It is, because when we were in Bristol, you know, we had the most amazing nurses, amazing doctors team, but none of them had gone through what Michael and I had. And with greatest respect, they didn't understand what we were going through. Um, until you've been through it, you really don't understand. And your background is, is, is you know, being a nurse and so yes. forth. just homes well, so well into your charity, doesn't it? Well, it does, yeah. I mean... I used to love my job. Um, yeah. Loved working in the emergency department. I met so many amazing people. Had some really heartbreaking situations working there. Um, but, you know, 
again, the camaraderie of the nursing team and the doctors, we always get behind each other and support each other through it. And I think I can carry that forward. Um, I'm ex-military as well, and I think I've got that as well in me. You know, this... You're able to drive things forward, aren't you? You have to, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. definitely. But you've got got two shops um, in Plimstock. Yes, I like the big warehouse one. Yes. In there. <laughs> there's a lot to see in there. So, I mean, there's some really good stuff. I mean, coming up to Christmas as well. Yes, it's and brilliant. And also um, after Christmas, if you want to shed some of the stuff that you didn't yes. want when you got it. Christmas. Well, we are open between Christmas and New Year for oh, donations. Yeah, yeah um, so so literally if someone's giving you something you don't want for Christmas. Give it to us. Yeah, please <laughs> give it to, to hugs yes. anyway. So, and that's sort of good. But, I mean, certainly it's... You go in there and it, there, there is, it's, it's, there's a lot in there. There right? is. So we were really, um, during COVID, as everyone knows, everything stopped. Everything stopped uh, with retail. Um, and a lot of charities closed their doors. Hugs didn't. Hugs right. went out there. Wow. We provided food packs to families and grants. Um, some families, um, newly diagnosed at the time, couldn't get accommodation up in Bristol. So we were paying for Airbnbs and... Wow. and um, hotels. Um, so we used our uh, resources where we could and didn't close the doors. We opened and we were open full stop. Retail, however, we did have to close doors. Of course. Um, People need a holiday. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, and then we, after COVID or just through when we had those breaks where we could open, um, we opened up a donation unit. Yeah. Uh, we found that everyone was doing clear outs when they were stuck at home. Everyone wanted to donate. Yeah. So we opened up a second, much smaller shop, which we just accepted donations from. Um, and it became very evident to us that we could start selling furniture and larger items. Um, and we were really fortunate that we had a brilliant um person in Ryan Jackson, who is our retail manager, who used to work for the British Red Cross. Nice. Um, And he came across to Hugs and he has set up our retail um, and uh, he is amazing at what he does. Nothing's wasted because even the stuff that can be recycled. Exactly. You can get something for it. He's so into, there is a purpose for everything. And that's why he, at that shop, he and our shops don't uh, turn away anything. No. Um, you know, we take everything, everything is recycled. If it's uh, fabrics or if it's electrical items, yeah. uh, cardboard, everything is recycled. Um, we did work with Devon Contract Waste last year in collecting uh, plastic tubs, right. which then they turned into garden furniture. Wow. Um, and plastic toys, that would also go there. Um, uh, that initiative, I'm not sure, is still going now that, Devon yeah. Contract Waste is sold to Biffa, but, um, it, you know, we, we try everything we can with yeah. recycling. So um, so Christmas quite busy for you? Yes. November was particularly busy. We had Strictly. Yeah. Uh, we've had our Christmas fair and we had our family away day to Longleat, which was the most magical experience, yeah. uh, taking families who have a child with cancer, um, who have had a child with cancer, mm. on those who have lost their children. Uh, to cancer we invited them to come along free trip um come and see the christmas lights at longleat and it was the most magical experience really wonderful um and a key part of the charity that i really want to push forward into doing next year but november's been manic and now we've got the christmas hampers (laughs) i was down in trelisk last last week with the snow 
Right, yeah. <laughs> Delivering. Um, you, got, you got through the roads then. Just yeah. about. Um, yeah. Christmas presents and hampers, luxury hampers down to Trelisk. Yeah. Been delivering within the community as well. Yeah. I've got a trip down to St. Blasey and uh, Callington in the next um, next week as well. So, um, yeah, it's busy so, time. I mean, it's, I mean, Plymouth doing good for Cornwall. <laughs> well, I want to expand. We're looking at possibly a charity shop in St. Austell and Bodmin really? area. Yes. St. Austell's a good location. Yes, definitely. Well, that's where the Respite Home is based. Yeah. We're not in St. Austell. We're on the outskirts. Yeah. But um, St. Austell will be a really good place for us. We yeah. really want to, now that... Um, I've got a fundraiser now. I can yeah. come out and meet more people. I want to uh, people in Cornwall to know that we are there, that we are supporting families in Cornwall, um, you know, and the home is based here. Uh, so that's one of my big drives for 2024 is um, expand who people who, to know us. That's yeah. the, the big thing, yeah. really. And, um, well, I think... You've covered a lot in such a short time, haven't you? So, <laughs> so when do you take a little break? So I'm really looking forward to Christmas. Um, I'll be finishing work on the 20th. Um, I'll be on social media, but yeah. my general bulk, bulk load of work will start again in January. Nice. Um, as I said, I am there if anyone reaches out to me, any right. families at the time. I mean, they really, literally at any time I can get a message. A couple of years ago... Um, I had a message about a family who'd been diagnosed on Christmas Day. Oh, no. um, you know, so it, it can happen at any time of the year. So I'm always there for those families. So for families to reach out, is it best to go on on, on, on Google and, and type in hugs? You can uh, go onto our website, hugsccc.com, or our social media is a great platform for right. us. Um, Derford Hospital, Trelisk, and Royal Devon Exeter and Bristol Children's all have our leaflets so they can give them out to families as yeah. and when they need, need to, they feel they yeah. need help. Um, Derriford in particular has vouchers. I'm, I'm very close to our um, oncology nurse in Plymouth yeah. because she obviously nursed Henry. Yeah. Um, she's been a great support to me. So she always reaches out if there's a family in particular who needs support. Yeah, so... I'm looking forward to Christmas break. <laughs> yeah, I think you need one in that job. But well, I say, all I can say is, you know, thank you for what you do. You know, you know, you know, for the families, for the children, really, really important. And um, I'm a little bit humbled by this podcast. Oh, thank you for uh, having me. I've never done a podcast before. No, and you've done a lovely one. <laughs> oh, uh, thank you've, you. You've come over really well, and um, and your work is so so important. You know, and you know, please continue it. You know, thank you. and um, and. Thank you know. Thank you so much for what you do to the community oh, and the families, you. and uh, it's well appointed. And obviously, to anyone's listening, if they've got stuff they can donate, yes. you've got two shops in uh, Plymouth. Maybe yes. in the future, open one in uh, in St. Austell. Yes. And um, but you know, don't throw stuff away. No. Because everything can be recycled. Definitely. Um, Ryan is obviously going to make good use of the stuff. Yes. And if it's just a few pence, they, that matters. Exactly. Uh, that we do up. delivery and collections as well. You do. We have a lorry Hello. now, thanks to yeah. Tom from BNI yeah. Enterprise, who sorted yeah. us out with the Luton Good van. old Enterprise. Yes. Yeah. So uh, uh, we can now collect as well. Okay. Well, thank you very much. And thank thanks you. for joining us on the podcast. Thank you very much. Thank you.